Summit Medical Group is the largest physician-owned multi-specialty medical group in New Jersey. Now helping you live well and stay well with SMG Radio. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. Have any of your close relatives had cancer? Researchers know that cancer can run in families and can have a genetic component. Increasingly, people who feel they have a high cancer risk, especially for breast and ovarian cancer, are getting genetic testing. But this can be stressful and bring up difficult decisions and emotional issues. My guest today is Nisi Singer Schoenberger. She's a genetic counselor at Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Nisi. So tell us who is a genetic counselor. What do you do? A genetic counselor is a board-certified Master of Science degree individual uh, who meets with individuals who are concerned about the uh, cancer in their family. And what we do is sit down with the individual, and uh, the most important part of genetic counseling is the family history, because that gives us a clue as to whether this genet- the cancer in the family is genetic or it's not genetic. Uh, because it's important to understand that 90 to 95% of cancers are not genetic. So we need to identify the 5 to 10% of families that may be genetic so we can then discuss the, the genetic testing that's available. Explain a little bit about genetics itself, Nisi, and ex- give us a little physiology of genetics. The terms gene and mutation are sometimes used interchangeably, but they mean different things. A gene is a sequence of DNA, and the genes we test for are genes that everybody has. A mutation, on the other hand, is a change in the gene that's associated with an increased risk of cancer, and this is what the testing is designed to identify. If people don't have a family history of cancer, but they still get cancer, are you, is it safe to say that genetics isn't playing a role in their cancer? And if somebody doesn't have a history of cancer in their family, should they still consider genetic testing? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, one of the uh, criteria for genetic testing is Ashkenazi Jewish ancestry. So if the individual is the only one in her family with the cancer, she can, she would be eligible for the testing. Other than that, because of the fact that 90 to 95% are not genetic, if there's just one individual in the family, genetic testing is probably not uh, suggested. So how do you make that decision whether to get a genetic test or not? Okay, it's the family history. Okay, um, the features of the family history that are indicative of a genetic predisposition or early onset uh, diagnosis of the cancer, uh, multiple members uh, uh, in the family with the same or related cancers on the same side of the family. Uh, male breast cancer could be a feature that could suggest genetic, uh, genetic predisposition. And certainly if there's a known mutation in the family already. Those would be the individuals who would probably be suggestive of a genetic predisposition. What's involved in the testing process, Nisi? Well, the testing, we, when I meet with somebody, I meet with them for approximately an hour. Half of the time, we talk about the family history. The other half of the time, we talk about the testing options. And the testing options 
uh, have expanded greatly over the last couple of years. Um, up until the last couple of years, the only testing options were the two BRCA genes that most people know about, the BRCA gene. Now we have many, many genes, um, multiple genes that are available in a panel of, say, 13, 25, 32 or more genes that can be tested for that are associated with inherited cancers. And so we talk about the options of the various panels, what would be the most appropriate panel for the patient. Uh, we talk about the benefits of the testing for herself, and I'm saying herself, usually it's a woman, but it could be a man. Um, the benefits of, of herself for her uh, and for her family, and also the limitations of the testing because uh, it's new technology. We still don't know everything that there is to know. What do you do with the results, and how do you know who to go to next if those results do come out positive? Okay. Um, one thing, when we're talking about the results, I would like to step back a minute and say that the most um, informative person to test in the family is somebody who's already had the cancer, and that may not be the person who comes for the genetic counseling. Um, so because a negative result in an uh, unaffected person is uninformative unless there's been a, a mutation identified in the family already. So with regard to what to do with the results, it depends upon whether the individual is affected or unaffected. But then the, uh, we would talk about the level of risk associated with the particular gene. Some genes are associated with breast and ovarian cancer, some with colon cancer, some with pancreatic cancer. So depending upon uh, what gene mutation has been identified in the family, we would talk about management options and which doctors would be appropriate for the uh, patient to be uh, surveyed uh, over her lifetime. And also the other part of the results is the family. Because if an individual is found to have a mutation in a gene, then her or his children each have a 50-50 chance of also having that mutation, and that's true of other family members. Now, what about the insurance situation? I would imagine that some people are afraid to get a genetic test for life insurance purposes and or health insurance purposes. So where does that fit into the picture, Nisi? Okay, those are uh, two different situations. With regard to uh, health insurance, there is a Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act called GINA, which is a federal law that prohibits discrimination by health insurance companies based on genetic information and testing. So that's not a problem. Wow, that is a good answer. So beautifully put. Now, in just the last few minutes, what are the most important bits of information that you would like people to understand about genetic counseling and how it can help families? Many families have a family member who knows everything about everyone in the family, an aunt, a grandparent, a cousin perhaps. If you could spend time with him or her and learn the details about the specific cancers in the family and the ages of diagnosis, then the genetic counseling session and the risk assessment based on the family history will be very definitive and informative and helpful. And I think that's the go-ahead message uh, for everybody 
to learn about their family history. And Nisi, tell us about Summit Medical Group and the genetic counseling there. Well, we uh, obviously have genetic counseling available. Um, we do have a multidiscipline team at Summit Medical Group so that anything that comes up during the genetic counseling and as a result of the testing, we have the doctors right on hand who can deal with whatever the issues are that are presented by the results of the genetic testing. Thank you for such great information and so well-spoken. Thank you for being with us today. You're listening to SMG Radio. And for more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.